Cascade Hoops Talk, bringing the world NAI basketball one podcast at a time. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. How's everybody doing? It's a great Thursday. Basketball season is really starting to heat up. Uh, we have a lot going on today. We're going to take a quick look at the top 25, take a look at last night's action, also uh, what is upcoming this evening, and we have Coach Matt O'Brien. He's the head men's basketball coach, Southwestern Mound Builders. Of course, they're caught up in that very tight KCAC race. Uh, they have a big game tonight, uh, and uh, we wanted to catch up with him and get his input on the KCAC. You know, first, let's uh, take a look at the new top 25 that came out. I'm sure everybody's seen it. It came out a couple of days ago. College of Idaho is still ranked number one in the nation. Uh, they're very good. I've been able to go and watch them a few times. Uh, they've, they've got a lot of weapons. Oklahoma Wesleyan uh, is second in the nation. Of course, now, this is before they fell to Bethany, uh, to the Swedes. Uh, but uh, anyway, they're currently ranked second. And then Langston, probably the... Cinderella story of the NAI all time won two games over the last two seasons and now they're ranked third in the nation there were some key games last night Wednesday night some of them involved top 25 teams let's take a really quick look uh, Grace went to Indianapolis took on Marion they beat them 80 to 70 Ian Scott fit, he came off the bench he backs up Elijah Malone 15 points five rebounds and Elijah Malone 12 points 11 rebounds for the double-double. So Marion ranked 16th in the country, fell to uh, number seven, Grace, last night. Also in the crossroads, St. Francis, they went over to Mount, uh, Mount Vernon Nazarene. Always a tough trip in the crossroads. Man, they held on. 72-71. Big win for St. Francis. An absolute heartbreak for Mount, Mount Vernon. Uh, last night also in the WAC, uh, Lords, they went to Aquinas. They beat them 72-62. And in the, back to the crossroads, Bethel, they beat Spring Arbor 112-82. Notable to me in this game, Drew, earlier in the season, uh, Shakara Tanaka and Drew Lutz had been an unstoppable pair. Last night, they teamed for 50 points. Drew Lutz with 32, Shakara Tanaka 18 points, and Nathan Ertz, he kicked in 22 points. Big win for Bethel last night. And the crossroads game of the night. Indiana Wesleyan had to go to Huntington. It looked like they had Huntington beat down the stretch. Uh, Huntington was down by a point, five seconds to go. Zach Goodline, who else? Do you look up Dagger 3 this morning in the dictionary? There's a picture of Zach Goodline there. He hits a dagger three in the last five seconds, and they beat a number six, Indiana Wesleyan. It was at Huntington last night. That was quite really an exciting game, a good game. And another team I wanted to bring up is Union. Uh, they're not getting much uh, attention. So many teams, right? It's hard to single out who, who people are going to follow. But Union is 17-0 and now in conference play. It just seems like nothing's going to stop them down there. They won last night 102-68 over Milligan. But keep your eye out. Union has a very, very good team. And then a, a game I always look forward to, Indiana Tech at Cornerstone. Of course, a lot of history there between those those two teams with Ted Albert what played at Cornerstone. He was a Golden Eagle. Indiana Tech won that game at Cornerstone 
72. Josh Klein scored 14, seven rebounds, and Raj Stein, uh, 13 points, nine rebounds. If you haven't watched Raj Stein play, you just got to tune in and at least watch him once. You guys got it absolutely an endless motor. And then another surprise last night, Evangel, uh, ranked number 19th in the country. They had to go to Graceland last night, and they fell 75-67 uh, to Graceland. So uh, that was a tough loss for Evangel. And also last night, Mid-American Nazarene, they they were at home and they beat Park. Ed Wright, 18 points, 5 assists. Anthony Brown, 16 points, 7 rebounds. Caleb jo- Jones McCrary, 15 points, 9 rebounds for Mid-America. Uh, Northwestern went over to Morningside at Morningside and beat them last night, 78-74. Uh, Dylan Car- Carlson, 22 points. Matt Onken, 15.7 rebounds. And Craig Sturk, 12 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Big win for Northwestern. Uh, Jamestown last night, you know, they'd struggled a little bit at home. But uh, last night, they left no doubt. They beat Mount Marty, 104-68. Mason Walters being Mason Walters, 24 points, 11 rebounds. Cole Woodford, 15 points. Also, uh, Hastings went to Concordia last night. And everybody knows Concordia at the start of the season was kind of tearing things up. And they've struggled lately. I think they're just getting tired of struggling. Uh, Hastings is a very, very good team. Uh, Concordia just pounded them, just pounded them. They held them to 15 points in the, in the first half. They ended up winning 82-42. Uh, Noah Shutt, he scored 23 points, 5 rebounds. Uh, but Concordia, they limited Hastings to 31% shooting, and they caused 19 Hastings turnovers. So that's last night's action. Tonight, I can't, all the, I'm not, I'll bore you to death, but there are a few key games in the WAC. Rochester is going to be in action at Michigan-Dearborn. Madonna is going to host Sienna Heights. Life is going to Dalton State. Uh, Lindsey Wilson has to go to Thomas Moore. That's a game Thomas Moore absolutely has to win. Oh, here's a fun one. LSU Alexandria is going to be at Xavier. That's going to be a good game down in uh, Louisiana. Shawnee State is also going to Tennessee Southern. That'll be a war. Here's a game. Mark your calendar. This is at uh, 8.30 Eastern. Georgetown is going to be at Freed Hardman. Freed Hardman was hot as a pistol earlier. And now Georgetown is playing very good ball, so you probably have to give Freed Hardman a bit of an edge. They play very well, very well at home. Uh, LSU Shreveport is at Louisiana Christian tonight. Loyola is at William Carey. Antelope Valley, they get no attention because of where they play. They play Westcliff tonight. Again, that's a game that Antelope Valley has has to win. Science and Arts, it's at Sagu. That's always a great game. Langston is going to take on Oklahoma City. Mid-America Christian is going to play William Baptist and also in the KCAC. Oklahoma Wesleyan is going to host Bethel tonight. That's definitely a popcorn game right there. And, of course, uh, Coach Matt O'Brien, Southwestern Mound Builders, will be at Sterling. We're going to talk to him about that. Montana Tech's taking on Providence. Also, the whole uh, GSAC is in action as well. Again, we're not going to go through them all. Arizona Christian's going to be at San Diego Christian. Uh, men, uh, Jessup is going to be at Life Pacific. Ottawa, Arizona is at Hope. If I missed your team, I'm sorry. There's just so many games. Uh, but there's, if you want to watch basketball tonight, <laughs> you better have like 12 screens. That's all I got to say. Hey, uh, we've caught up this morning with uh, Coach Matt O'Brien. He's the head men's basketball coach at Southwestern. 
Uh, we did the KCAC show the other day. Uh, that is one of the, the top conferences in the country this year. They play, the Mound Builders tonight play a, a key game against Sterling. I wanted to get Coach Matt O'Brien's thoughts on that. And also we hadn't interviewed him before. I uh, just wanted to talk to him a little bit, Get let fans hear his story. He's got a great story. And then hear a little bit more about the Mound Builders. So why don't we just uh, go ahead and listen to Coach Matt O'Brien, Southwestern Mound Builders. Cascade Hoops Talk, Billy D. Hey, I got uh, Coach Matt O'Brien, head men's basketball coach at Southwestern, the Mound Builders. Thank you, Coach, for being on the show. Yeah, I appreciate it. Love talking about basketball, and I especially love talking about Southwestern basketball and, and our guys. Well, you had a great run there at Southwestern. You're in your 14th season. Congratulations, by the way, on you've passed the 300 win mark. Just talk about your, that program. People don't know this, Coach. I know you know it. It's the second winningest college four-year college program in Kansas just behind Kansas University you've had some great success there yeah we've had a a really really nice run Um, you know over the last eight years ten years the only team that's had more wins than us uh, is is KU Um, and that you know includes Wichita State with their final four runs and all their championships and all the good MIAA teams that we've had that we have here Emporia State Washburn yep a lot of good uh um, Division two teams as well, and we've been able to be uh, really consistent over the last ten years. And um, besides uh, KU, we've 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 had the most wins, you know, um, beaten out more than uh, thirty-five schools. So uh, we're we're very um, thankful for what we've been able to do over the last ten years. But just a a tremendous history of basketball. Uh, Southwestern. We've had Southwestern basketball for over a hundred years, and they've had been great coaches before me, great players. It's just been overall been a good good basketball program for a long period of time. So, coach, in your own words, you know the old elevator speech thing. What is describe Southwestern college basketball when people think of it? What do you want them to think of? Well, I, I hope they think um, character and hard work. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of what it's built on. We really try and get character guys, and then. You know we're a hard work team. We, we, you know that's what that's what we're recruiting. We're very blunt about who we are. Um, you know we want to be a team that's known for uh, defense and rebounding and um, consistent play, hard, consistently playing hard. And so um, I think we've done those things. Our talent has been up and down through the years, but we'll consistently play hard on both ends of the floor. You know you're a longtime veteran of. The KCAC, uh, you grew up in, you were born in Brooklyn, you end up going down to uh, Conway Springs, Kansas, you end up at Friends. It seems like in the KCAC, Coach, everything goes back to Friends. Uh, you, you go to Friends, you play, you uh, you assisted there for quite a number of years uh, before you ended up over at Southwestern several years ago. Just talk about KCAC basketball, what it is and what it means to you. Well, it means a lot. As I've, I've been involved with the KCAC since 1996, um, in one way or another. I, I've been um, seen all the KCAC championship teams since um, 1996, and played in the league, played junior varsity in the league. I've been a part of good teams at the in the KCAC, part of some not so good teams in the KCAC, but uh, really loved my time at Friends. Friends is a great school, and then I'm very fortunate to be here at Southwestern now, but. Throughout my time over the 20 years, a lot of the schools have been, you know, there's been a lot of parity in our league and uh, teams have been up and down and uh, just thankful for the competition and the camaraderie we've had between uh, the KCAC schools and particularly our coaches. 
Yeah, it's been it's turned into a, one of the most competitive conferences in America. You know, coach, I have one more back. I know you're chomping at the bit to talk about your mound builders, but I have one more background question to ask you. Talk about how cool it is to have grown up as Jim O'Brien's nephew. Uh, he coached at Ohio and at Boston College, and he's your uncle. I think you know I'm really fortunate to see somebody in my family, uh, uh, you know achieve at a high level as a college basketball coach and then you know so I'm able to see why not me why can't I do that so you know I had that dream for a very from a very early age uh to to be a college basketball coach and you know I went after it and I think there's uh something to be said to having somebody in your family who's done it to really believe that you could do it but you know he's been a great resource for me throughout the years and I've always looked up to him and um the way he's coached and uh, I'm just I'm thankful for a lot of my family who's been around basketball and competition um and he's he's certainly been able to mentor me through the years and that's been really helpful you got to be very proud of that though coach yeah absolutely I'm you know, I had the opportunity back when he was at Boston College to go to the Garden and watch a lot of those Big East tournaments oh, where there's wow. you know, Patrick Ewing, Chris Mullen, um, you know, lots of those really good ba- basketball players. Mark, John, uh, Mark Jackson on those good St. John's teams. Uh, me being a Brooklyn kid, I went to most of the, the games when they played St. John's. Oh, okay. And so, yeah, it was a... It was a very exciting time to follow him there. And then, of course, he's had a really great run at Ohio State where they went to the Final Four with Michael Redd and uh, Scooney Penn. And uh, so he's had some really great teams, and he has been consi- he was consistent throughout his years. And I am very proud of him. I'm glad you brought him up. I, I really enjoyed talking about my uncle and what he was able to achieve throughout his career. Well, Coach, talking about great teams, uh, this Southwestern College team, the Mound Builders, 21st in the nation, you slipped at Ottawa you know, honestly, that happens. It, it just happens. What I love about your team, Coach, and I want you to talk about this, you defend and defend and defend and then rebound. You re- out-rebound teams by 10 rebounds a game. You hold teams to 40%. And then at the other end of the court, you're scoring 84 points a game. You really throttle teams down. How do you – it's one – I asked Coach Monson this year. It's one thing to say you want to defend, but it's another thing to out-rebound by 10 and hold teams to 40%. How do you actually do it? Well, I mean, one of the things is you've got to be in great shape. So, you know, our conditioning program before the season is very tough and challenging. So you got to be in great shape. And then, you know, we spend a lot of time recovery with – foam rolling and ice baths and spend a lot of time in the training room getting Mm. our guys to be able to practice hard on a daily basis we do a lot of you know i think greatness is boring we do a lot of boring things over and over again and we get our guys you know we get high character guys to buy into doing those things so you know coach munson was talking yesterday about some of the boring drills he does and i would agree we do some of those things too where you know we're doing the same drill over and over again that works um you know simple uh, hard, simple things that mm-hmm. you have to work hard at and be disciplined, it works. And uh, so, you know, we get guys that are in great shape, that have high character, that are willing to play for their teammates. And then our program is, you know, is centered around defense and rebounding. So we're defending things. We defend actions. And our system is set up to, for us to be in, in a good position to get the rebound. So, you know, most of everything we do defensively, we're not scheming too much. It's mostly how can we keep ourselves in a good position to uh, challenge shots and get rebounds? Yeah, I want to uh, talk about some of your key players because, man, you have some of the best in the country. And it really all starts with uh, on the offensive end with Kevin Clark, 22 points a game, 
three rebounds, two assists. Coach, he's shooting 44% from three. I'm surprised you just don't come down and toss it to him every time. 44%. Talk about Kevin Clark. He's a young, he's a, a people don't know he's a junior. He's, he's not a big guy, 5'11 out of Arkansas City, Kansas. Talk about Kevin. He is, I mean, he is easy to talk about. This kid is tough. I mean, we, he is a, a great shooter, and we'd like him to shoot it every time. Uh, unfortunately, the other team knows that, and they're all <laughs> over him. Oh, I bet. They are all over him. The coaches in this league do such a great job, and it's, you know, it's difficult for us to get him shot sometimes on a given night. But this kid's so tough that he works and battles and is still able to get shots when, you know, everybody in the country knows how good of a shooter he is and, are, and their whole defense is keyed in on him. But, you know, his shooting is at a really, really high level. Um, one of the best shooters in the United States, in my opinion. Uh, but his competitiveness, uh, that's the key to Kevin Clark, is how competitive he is. He's competitive on defense. This kid, he takes uh, he takes the, the most charges of any kid I've ever coached, which is unbelievable. That's no huge. way am I taking charges. If I'm an All-American and a 44% three-point shooter, I'm saving my body for the next three on the other end. There's <laughs> no way I'm stepping in front of people. But Kevin will do that. He's just a... Uh, all he knows how to do is go as hard as he can and compete. Um, what's interesting about him is he's one of those kids. He has no idea how many points he has after the game. Right. He doesn't look at stat sheets. He just tries to win, and you know he does want to shoot, but he's not doing it for points. He's doing it to compete and win. So he, he makes it a lot of fun for me to coach and our staff to coach. And uh, you know he comes to practice every day, ready to compete. And uh, if you ever got a chance to watch him live, this kid is an ultimate competitor. Can, those guys with that drive in them are just so much fun to watch. They got to be just amazing to co- uh, to coach guy like that. Yeah, you know we're fortunate. He, you know his dad is a, a coaches at the junior college about thirty minutes, twenty minutes from our campus, and he's a legend. He's got over four hundred wins, and you know he's trained his son uh, to be a competitor and to shoot. So you know we can't take too much for credit for Kevin and what he's been able to achieve here at Southwestern. I mean his folks have had a lot to do with his success. Um, we've just encouraged it, and you know we've highlighted some of the things he's already learned. And you got to talk about Dang Bull. He's a senior, six he's six three. Again, he's not huge out of Kansas City, but he's pulling down six rebounds a game, shoot uh, fifteen points, dangerous around the basket, fifty six percent. But he's also shooting thirty four percent from three. Uh, he's kind of an all around guy for you, isn't he? Yeah, I mean he's a stud. Um, you know, I feel like it could sound like I'm exaggerating. I really do feel like Kevin Clark is one of the best shooters, if not the best shooter in the country. And I do feel like we, we might have the best defender in the country in Dang Bowl. This kid is really, really good on defense. I mean, he can really move his feet. He's competitive. He focuses on it. He was uh, the Jayhawk, Kansas Jayhawk Junior College uh, Defensive Player of the Year three years ago. Wow. And then, you know, he's been an excellent defender in our league for the last two years. And so that gives us, you know, it gives us some versatility on defense where we really can put him on someone and, and really feel like there's a very good chance he neutralizes that player. And so and then he's he's really improved his offense. He's one of the most coachable kids I've ever coached um, in my 20 years. Uh, he just he craves criticism. He just you know just doesn't accept it. He craves criticism from our staff on a daily basis, and he's really been able to improve on offense. And it's been fun to see because he is you know as high character guy as you'll ever meet, and all about the team. And that what that's what makes our team so fun to coach is we've got a lot of hair, high character guys that play for each other, 
And, and when you get some high character guys that play for each other and you got some talent, you can really have a special season. Coach, you have a couple of, I'll call them wings, six, 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 seven guys that are really cleaning up the boards. Cooper Pierce, almost eight rebounds a game. And uh, Andrew O'Brien, almost 10 rebounds a game. And, and uh, Andrew's tossing out seven assists a game. Uh, it's nice to have them uh, getting that ball to uh, Kevin Clark and then getting those misses, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Cooper Pierce is in his fifth year in our program, and he started out in our junior varsity program. So we're you know, particularly proud of him and the wow, way he's grinded okay. it out to develop. I mean, he's gotten stronger, quicker, better on defense, better at shooting. He's really bought into the process of you know, hard work where we've had a lot of guys in our program who have come in, a lot of them unrecruited, um, and, and we'd be their only scholarship offer and just worked really hard to develop into a great basketball player. And Cooper is really one of those kids who's worked hard, and is, he's kind of the X factor for us. When he when he knocks down shots on the perimeter, we're really hard to beat. And then Andrew O'Brien, um, he's a very versatile player. Uh, you know, he guards the five, he brings the ball up the floor, he can play point guard, he can play all five positions um, fairly well, and he's having a, a spectacular season for us. And you know, he's really looking for Clark and Dang Bowl and Cooper Pierce on cuts, and he gets guys open. So. You know, we, we just have a, a, a really good team that complements each other well and plays well together, and I'm, I'm excited about to see what we can do um, here down the stretch. I don't think we've played our best basketball. Uh, we, you know, we started out really well. We you know, hit a rough patch here uh, a week ago of playing some really good basketball teams, but uh, I, I, I think our best basketball is ahead of us, and we continue to get better at practice, so I'm excited to see what we can do at the end of the season. Yeah, as you said, Coach, you you know you lost the the three out of five. I don't have to remind you of that, but uh, you came back. You played really well against St. Mary, kind of a, a get well game. Uh, but tonight, you got to go to Sterling. Oh my gosh, they're playing great ball, aren't they? They are, and they've got good players. They've got a lot of size. They've got a, a good looking six ten kid in the paint who can can score around the basket, and he really is a rim protector. And they're you know they're highly organized. Uh, they play hard. And uh, Sterling is a really tough place to play. We have our hands full tonight. Our guys know that. We have a lot of guys with experience. And, you know, we're not going to take anybody lightly. So we know how hard we're going to have to play to have a chance to win. Talk about how hard it is to win on the road in the KCAC. It's got to be one of the toughest conferences for that. Well, I, you know, I think so. We know each other so well. You know, we're, we're fairly close. Um, we're, we're mostly have recruited the same kids. And so we know each other so, so well um, that, you know, we there's no secrets in this league. And um, the coaches really work hard to prepare. The scouting in this league is really, really good. Um, there's a lot of tough places to play. Sterling is one of them. Uh, you know, and then there's there's also some really other tough places to play. We've got some good teams in this league, as you know. Kansas Wesleyan's a very good basketball team, and Oklahoma Wesleyan is very good. So um, there's a lot of tough places to play, including Ottawa, where we dropped one last week. But, um you know, you got to be ready to play in this league. Uh, everybody, the talent is, there's a lot of parity in the league. And um, as, as well as the coaches know each other and our players, um, you got to be able to execute to win on the road. What's your longest road trip, Coach? Uh, York is our longest road trip right now. It's uh, York, Nebraska is about four hours. But, you know, we're the southern, we're the most southern team. So uh, we, we're one of the teams that travel the most. Okay. You know, everything for us is about two hours other than Wichita. Uh, we're, we're two hours plus. But, you know, it's a, we're, we're still pretty fortunate. 
compared to most leagues where, you know, most of our trips are two, two and a half hours. So, you know, we're, it's just a bus trip and back and we're not staying overnight very often, if at all, in okay. conference play, which is really nice. That does make it nice. So you, you just travel, you can travel early on game day. Yeah, that's, yes, it's good for the student athletes as well. Yeah, that's, you're lucky. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, we don't miss much class, and that's, you know, that's a selling point for us. And, you know, we don't miss much class, and if you're not traveling, you have more of an opportunity to practice. And so those two things help us. You definitely emphasize the the student part of student-athlete there at uh, Southwestern, don't you? Yeah, we've been, you know, 14 years here. I think over 10 of those years we've been over a 3.0. This this uh, team is, a, like, I think close to a 3.2. Our starting five is... Uh, I think even just a little bit close to that three two three three. So we, uh, you know, we really try and find good students. I find, I mean, I think how you do anything is how you do everything. And usually, the good students are the ones that are willing to go a little bit extra harder and practice and pay more attention yep. to the scouting report and show up on time and uh, you know do what we ask them to do in the weight room and follow directions. Uh, so you know, we try and put a really a big emphasis on on. Uh, uh, recruiting the right kids. We don't have a bunch of rules where we're making kids do certain things. We just emphasize that we want, you know, good students. And then when we're picking kids, you know, we have a lot of kids on our team. When we're picking kids to be on our team, we're making uh, cuts and we're going to choose a varsity players. We're, we're, grades are a factor. And uh, the kids in our program know that. Um, and so I, I think that's uh, helped us be pretty consistent throughout the years. And then our graduation, I'm really proud of I'm really proud of how many kids we've had graduate in our program. You know, we've had, you know, less than two or three kids um, who finished out their eligibility um, not get a degree. So it's it's really been outstanding the amount of graduates that we've had over 14 years um, at this level. I'm really, really proud of that. Yeah, every time I get a chance to talk to a young uh, student athlete, I try to remind them, never, ever forget you're a student athlete. I mean, this basketball thing is perishable, as you know, Coach, uh, and uh, – there's a there's a harsh world waiting for you at the other end of this. So take advantage of this and get get your degree. Yeah, absolutely. And you know we're we've been very fortunate to coach pros. We've got a couple of guys playing professional basketball now that mm-hmm. have been good players, and um, and a few more that has played through the years from our program. And so you know we encourage that, and, and we'll we'll help those help those guys chase those dreams. Um, but we're we're still all about getting that degree, and and, and we're we're definitely helping our guys chase their dreams is to be a professional um, basketball players as long as they have everything done in the classroom we'll do everything we can helping them research breaking down film extra workouts um, but they've got to have uh, their grades in order for us to commit to that so coach last question what's it going to take for the mound builders to uh, get on a roll here down the stretch push uh, Kansas Wesleyan and Oklahoma Wesleyan yeah, well, you're going to need some luck mm-hmm. uh, for that to happen. We've been in the race. We've been in the top two or three for uh, about eight years now. So we've been in the mix uh, just about, except for the COVID year, we've been in the mix, you know, in the last two weeks for well, basically eight years in a row. Um, so we all, we know about this time of year and, you know, crazy things can happen. Um, but we would need some luck with, you know, particularly with Oklahoma Wesleyan or Kansas Wesleyan dropping a game somewhere that they probably shouldn't lose. Right. Uh, but for us, we need to be focused on one game at a time. Our most important game of the season is tonight uh, versus Sterling College because that's the next game we're playing. And we just got to take care of one game at a time. Uh, and then also we're going to have to, you know, we're a team that has to make shots. 
we play we playing five guards. Uh, we start five guards basically, and so we, you know we spread it out and we run and uh, we shoot threes. We, we have to knock down some shots and we have to get hot shooting here in the last three weeks of the season for us to make that kind of run. Well, Coach, I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, sit down with us here. I know it's game day. Uh, the whole world's going to be watching you play Sterling tonight. It's really coming down to crunch time there in this it, uh, in the KCAC, but I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thanks a lot. I enjoyed visiting with you, and uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about Southwestern basketball and our players. I love talking about our players. Thank you very much. That's Coach Matt O'Brien. He's the head men's basketball coach at uh, Southwestern College. Thank you, Coach. Okay, thanks. Thank you so much to Matt O'Brien from Southwestern Mound Builders. Really appreciate him giving us time on game day. You got to get out. Speaking of game day, get out tonight, watch a ball game, go to an NAI ball game. Myself, this weekend, I'm going to complete a 2,000-mile trip. Been on the road all week, it seems. Uh, But gas is expensive, food's getting expensive, but I know when I get to the gym, my wallet won't hurt. Because NAI basketball is the best entertainment value.